Welcome everyone to another episode of Bite Size Computer Science Revision with me, Mrs James. Today we're going to be looking at the subject of secondary storage. So secondary storage is the spec point 1.3 on the J276 spec and essentially it's talking about all the different types of storage and you need to be familiar with the three main types of storage. The three main types of storage you also need to be able to talk about their characteristics which we'll get to but first of all why do we need secondary storage? Well in the last episode we looked at uh, RAM and ROM and virtual memory and flash. Essentially you need to know that all basic computing functions are done using primary storage and primary storage is what we talk about when we're talking about RAM. So this is volatile RAM. Now obviously volatile means that the information is lost when the power is turned off. So if we want to actually store information we need non-volatile secondary storage. So that's key vocabulary there. And the secondary storage is non-volatile. It allows the user to be able to keep the photographs they've just taken or the files they've been working on or the piece of software that they want to load up the next time. So non-volatile data storage is what secondary storage is. The three types that you need to know about are magnetic, optical and solid state. Now magnetic is possibly the most popular at the moment and that is where data is stored by altering magnetic charge so positive or negative to represent the binary information we'll talk about different types in a minute but that's what magnetic means basically the differences of in charge that are stored on the either the metallic or the um the uh, the ink that's on the plates represents binary information the ones and zeros optical storage is where there is a reflective layer or die on top of the surfaces of the, the devices, such as CDs or DVDs, and that either reflects or doesn't reflect a laser beam. So there is a laser that's shone onto a CD or DVD, and that will reflect or not reflect, and the presence or absence of a laser beam essentially is the binary data. The third type is what's called solid state, and sometimes this is called flash memory, but try and stick to the, the concept of solid state. So what in this case, the data is stored inside circuits. So essentially it forces or flashes electrons through a barrier into a storage layer, and there it is read as binary information. Essentially, it's a load of NAND gates all linked together, but it's probably much more complicated than that, but you don't need to know that. So essentially, it's built of circuits and they're stored as electrons in the storage layer. So they're the three types you need to be familiar with, magnetic storage, optical storage, and solid state storage. When we're talking about different types of magnetic storage, well, you've basically got three things. I think in class what I would do is um, hand around three examples. So the first example is the most common form of storage in most say school computers if they haven't been upgraded. Uh, most sort of old computers use hard disk drives. Now if you took one apart you would see they look like mini record players except it's not a, a vinyl record that's on there. It is a um, highly polished metal disc that spins around very fast and that's why you know hard disk drives tend to make a lot of noise across the top of that you'll see a little arm that moves 
and well you won't be able to see it move because obviously if you've taken it apart you've effectively broken your hard disk drive um, but effectively a little arm moves across the surface of this magnetic disk and it reads whether or not there are positive or negative magnetic charges there which is how binary is um, encoded on a magnetic hard disk drive okay other types of magnetic storage are old-fashioned types for example the old save icon that's a floppy disk and if i was handing one around in the class you could like hold pull back the metal cover and actually see inside there there was a piece of like basically plastic that is magnetic and that stores positive and negative charge on there the other type is a magnetic tape which you might want to talk about perhaps in um, some of your answers and that's a good source of being able to um, back up information because it's very cheap. It looks a little bit like an old cassette tape but a bit fatter than that. Okay so there are three kind of common magnetic types of storage but by far the most common that you need to know about is the hard disk drive. Okay optical is pretty easy because they all look pretty much the same so we're talking about CDs DVDs and Blu-rays and you can kind of see if you look uh, at the underside of a CD it's the reflective side and some people say that they can actually see the the markings on that you probably can't but that is where the binary information is stored the difference between CDs DVDs and Blu-rays is effectively their size okay CDs a typical old CD would hold about 700 megabytes DVD holds about two to five gigabytes of information. So that's why, uh, did I say Blu-ray? I'm missing one, I'm missing one. DVD, sorry, the DVD. <laughs> the DVD is the one that holds two to five gigabytes of data. So that's why it can hold films. Um, but then the Blu-ray can hold, and I'm going to get this wrong, 24-ish gigabytes of data. Okay, yes, 20 to 25 gigabytes of data. So be familiar with the sort of storage capacities of these different types of these different types of storage media. So it's useful for when you're recommending types for an exam question. Those are the sort of exam questions that tend to come up about storage is like giving recommendations for different types of storage for certain scenarios. Then we've got the other type, which is called solid state. And this is what you would use in high-end gaming computers or high-end laptops. It's also the type you would use in, so that's a solid state storage drive. You also use solid state storage on SD cards. So things that you would put into phones or digital cameras or inside little devices that need their own storage, Raspberry Pis, for example. So anything that's a, a, a SD card or a USB stick that's a storage device or looking at the bigger side, the more capacious side, the solid state drives or SSDs. And they are all basically built off flash memory. So knowing those different types of storage devices, you need to be able to discuss the different characteristics they all have. So there are six characteristics you need to know about okay the six characteristics are capacity how much data will it need to hold okay so that's what capacity is the first one speed so this is how quickly the data needs to be written and read to it then there's portability so does the storage device need to be transported some types of storage are much more easy to transport than others then you've got durability, 
So how robust is the device? Can it be moved without fear of dropping it or damage? Then you've got reliability. If the device needs to be used over and over again, will it support it? Can you, can you keep reading and writing to the type without it being a problem? And then cost is also another characteristic. So going through those again, capacity, portability, durability, reliability, and cost. Now I thought there were six, but that only, oh, portability, I think I missed that one out as well. Capacity, speed, portability, durability, reliability, and cost. There we go. They're the six that you would need to consider. So for example, if you are trying to store a large amount of data, you might consider a hard disk drive because hard disk drives can take in up to a terabyte or a couple of terabytes of data. Okay, so a hard disk drive is a very good high capacity device for relatively low cost. You could also say solid state drive is a high capacity device, but that comparing that with a hard disk drive is a much more expensive solution. Okay, if you are then talking about hard disk drives, they are, they are quite fast to read and write to them. Perhaps a solid state drive is a little bit faster. So if speed was an issue and cost wasn't, then you would go for a solid state drive. Hard disk drives are less portable because they have that spinning disk inside. If it gets dropped, or if we're talking about uh, durability, if a, a large magnet gets held near it, that could wipe the drive. So they're less portable and less durable than solid state drives. But they are more reliable, I would say. Hard disk drives can last a great deal of time for reading and writing, whereas solid state drives have an actual lifespan. So you've got that to weigh up as well. Talking about other types, so if we were talking about um, really cheap devices, well, the, the cheapest, I would probably say, is either magnetic tape, because they cost you know pennies for each individual tape, but equally, uh, CDs are very, very cheap as well. They can, although be they're, they're very portable CDs, they can be um, transported without fear. However, they can get scratched, and if they're scratched, then that's it, you can't use them again. So do be aware of those different types of considerations when you're selecting secondary storage. You also need to be kind of familiar with file sizes. So thinking about how you might recommend which type of storage for a particular use. So for example, one page of text might only take 100 kilobytes. So you wouldn't need to have a, a massive secondary storage device just to store one page of text. You could easily store it, I don't know, on an SD card or a thumb drive. A photo is usually about, I don't know, two to six megabytes. A three minute MP3 is again about the same thing, about six megabytes. I would say it's even smaller than that actually. Three minute audio track on a CD, which hasn't been compressed, is usually about 50 megabytes. A DVD film is about four gigabytes, whereas an HD one could go up to 15 gigabytes. So we're talking like almost four times as many. Whereas Blu-ray films um, can go up to 25 gigabytes. So do be aware of that sort of capacity for those sort of things. If we're looking at the capacities and speed of, of these different storage types, well, if we're going from a magnetic hard drive they can use terabytes of space and they have quite fast read write speed so we're looking at 50 to 120 megabytes 
per second, so quite fast. A CD, as I said, can take up um, can contain 700 megabytes, but it's got a very slow read/write speed of only about 0.2 megabits per second. So very very slow read/write speed. A DVD has a slightly faster read-write speed and Blu-ray is even faster still, so we're talking 72 megabits per second. But again, it depends on your device. Uh, SD cards are comparable to magnetic hard drives, so they're about 50 to 120 megabytes per second. A USB drive is a little bit slower, so around 50-ish megabits per second. And solid state drives, as I said, you can you know you can get them up to four terabytes they'll be quite expensive but you can get a much faster read write sort of 200 to 550 megabits per second now you don't need to know the megabits per second the speeds for exam questions you just need to have a good knowledge of the characteristics and which one you would recommend my advice for exam questions if you did have an exam question that says sally wants to store all of her homework files on a device and transfer them between school and home what would you recommend now you could recommend almost any of those <laughs> i think um if if you were saying sally was a student you might want to say oh well they pro she probably can't afford a solid state drive so solid state drives are out the window but a USB stick is very cheap, she can, it's very portable, she could use that. What I would say is be aware that nowadays people obviously use the cloud for a lot of their storage, okay? I would try and avoid using that as an answer in all your exam questions simply because uh, there are often separate questions about the cloud and they want to test you that you know about those three different types of data. So data storage, for example, magnetic, optical, and solid state. Cloud is another type of storage, but effectively back in the server farms, they are just racks and racks of either hard disk drives or solid state drives. So you need to have that knowledge of what's physically storing the information. I'm trying to think of any other types of exam questions that you would need to know about. You might need to, I don't know, put them in order of capacity perhaps, or put them in order of speed perhaps, or most of the questions I've seen are for recommendations. You're given a context and you need to recommend a type of storage and justify it. So that's where you need to be familiar with those six types of considerations for secondary storage. Altogether are capacity, speed, portability, durability, reliability, and cost. Okay, I think I've talked enough about storage now. Lots of really good stuff out there on Craig and Day for you to watch. I would say my advice for revising might be to put a um, get a table together with those six characteristics, some of the common types of storage along the top, and just fill it in, you know, with some detail so you've got an idea of um, how you would compare those storage types. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks very much for listening. As always, you can send me a message using the um, uh, Anchor FM website and I might be able to answer them next time. Okay, until the next time, stay safe.